welcome back to the Vineyard Youth Online Podcast. My name's Rach, I'm the youth pastor at Vineyard Church Cardiff. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? Hello! My name's Dave, I'm the associate youth pastor at Vineyard Church Cardiff. I feel like I'm being bullied. No, I love you. <laughs> We're married, me. by the way, if you're listening to this and you don't know us. <laughs> anyway, um... We hope that you enjoyed listening to Seb and Laura's podcast last week. You should definitely listen to it mm. if you haven't listened already. Um, and we hope you've enjoyed hearing all of your small group leaders over the summer holiday. Um, Seb and Laura wrapped up our summer series, which was about sharing your faith. Um, so this week we are starting a mini three-part series um, mm. on back-to-school essentials. Yes. like Not like pencil cases. <laughs> Just for a heads up. I've never had a pencil case. Uh, but we'll come, we'll come back to that as well. <laughs> and the new series, that's very strange, in a minute. Um, I just didn't have anything to put in it. You know, I just had one pen that was usually a Why bit broken. Why didn't you have a ruler and a protractor and a compass? Because I wasn't a loser. Um, what did you underline in? Like, where were your gel pens? <laughs> where were my gel pens? Where were your gel pens? <laughs> I think they were still in the shop. Um, <laughs> so, as always, <laughs> where were my gel Genuine question. Oh, how old were you when you stopped having gel pens in your pencil case? Twenty-two. Oh. <laughs> oh man, uh, I had those smelly jellies. Do you remember them? That's a gel pen. Yeah, but I had one because I stole it from a friend. <laughs> uh, anyway, as always, we are going to start with our highlights of the week so that we actually get to catch up with you guys and not just talk at you. Um, so mine has been clear standout highlight we have bubbled with some friends um, and I got to hug one of my <laughs> friends the other day um, which I, I haven't hugged them since what March basically um, oh, and I love a good poor hug Dave. poor Dave I love a good <laughs> hug and it was it was a real highlight um, of not feeling so isolated and alone <laughs> How about you? Um, my highlight is we have finally finished doing our garden. So we've lived in this house <laughs> for five years, six, six years, don't it? Yeah. And then we sort of semi did the garden and then realised that what we'd done was silly. And then we've been planning to turf the rest of it for years. And then before Judah was born, Dave started digging a hole so that we could turf the rest <laughs> of it. And we've basically lived with a hole in the middle of the garden ever since. He's now like 20 months old. I stand by that hole. I think it was great. <laughs> so this week, we actually turfed it. So the whole garden is lawn now, which yes, is really we pleasing. we turfed it, didn't we, really? Dave turfed it. Uh-huh. I, I pestered to make it happen. <laughs> if it hadn't been for me, it wouldn't have happened. But also, if it hadn't been for you, it wouldn't have happened. Thank you, mainly. <laughs> um, Judah's highlight, uh, he got to go back to nursery on Thursday, didn't he? Yeah. Um, if he's... you don't know, we Judah has been self-isolating. We haven't been self-isolating. Yeah, it was a weird one. He had to, but we didn't, but can't leave him. Uh, but yes, he got to go back to nursery, so he was he loves nursery, so he's pleased about that. Um, so we would love to hear your highlights. Please text them in. It's great hearing from you. Um what you've been up to the last few weeks for summer, really. Just, yeah, it'd be great to hear. So text those into the youth phone, which is 07471 218 219. So the new term has started. We're guessing you guys 
either went back to school this week or are going back next week, um, which is obviously even more of a big deal than normal because you've been out of school since, like, March, um, like, with lockdown and everything. So we wanted to get our heads in the zone and start the term well with our little series on back-to-school essentials. You do need gel pens. Mm-hmm. Um, but before, no gel pens. <laughs> before we do that, I want to refresh you on what we've just been chatting about over the summer. So we were chatting about how you share your faith um, which sounds big and scary, and it still sounds big and scary to me when I like think about it, but it's not. It is just sharing your story of what God has done in your life and sharing Jesus' story. Um, and now you guys are back at school, this is the perfect opportunity to give it a go. And I can hear some of you going, not a chance, there's no way. <laughs> but hear me out. Um, one of the things we talked about a lot was finding the right opportunity and then knowing what to share in that opportunity. So, for example, if one of your friends mentions that they've been feeling anxious, you might have an experience of like feeling peace because of God's presence, and you can share that experience with them. Or maybe someone will just ask you, like, did you actually do any of the clubs you normally go to via Zoom? Like, was it weird? How did you find it? Like, tell them about small group and tell them about how that's affected your faith over lockdown. You don't have to, like, stand on a table in the classroom and proclaim the gospel. Just be ready to bring up your faith and your relationship with God in conversation when it's relevant. Although if you do that, get a video and send it oh, in because yeah. we'll, we'll, we'd like to see that. We'd be very impressed with that. Um, but also do make sure you know what you'd say if somebody asked what you believe <laughs> and what the gospel is. And two weeks ago we did a podcast on this and how do you know what to say when somebody asks you about the gospel. Um, so go back and listen to that if you haven't already. Uh, yes, um, in our Going Back to School series that we couldn't come up with a better name. Back to school makes it sound... It does make it sound like your pencil case, doesn't it? Pencil case. Yeah, and your shoes from Clark's. Uh-huh. Yeah. And most of um, mine didn't come from Clark's after the age of about eight, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> Let's pretend mine didn't either. Um, basically, we are going to talk about three things. So the first is priorities, the second thing is anxiety, and the third thing is bullying. Um, we're going to start with priorities this week because it is much easier to sort out your priorities first than have to go back and change them later on. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we are obviously a bit old now. Not that old. But... <laughs> um, the last time I went back to school in September was 13 years ago. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Only 12 years ago for me. Thanks. I'm young. Yeah. Um, but I am sort of guessing the start of term speech from your teachers hasn't changed from when it was my teachers. Like it is always something like this year is really important. Like, especially as you guys didn't get to cover everything last year, like you need to get your head down, get your priorities straight, work hard, um, because what you do now will impact the rest of your life. Uh, they always said that at my school. This year's the most important one. It always is. Yeah. It's the most important one. Um, don't want to undermine your teachers. Um, (laughs) What kind of person, Rach? Because I think we were probably quite different. <laughs> what were you like at the start of term? So you had your gel, I had pens. gel pens. Did you have a full pencil case? Obviously, a new pencil case no, every year, um, with new pens and new pencils and new gel pens. Um, never a new compass or projector. You just get that at year seven, and it just goes from one pencil case to the next. Um, my compass I got in year seven, and then I think halfway through the first week of year seven, I frisbeed it across the classroom <laughs> at someone, and then I never saw it again. I also took great joy in colour-coding my timetable and writing it all out. Oh, you're such a geek. No, it's so fun. Genuinely enjoyed that. Did you not know that? No. I, I bet you didn't even write it friends. out, did you? I bet yeah. you just kept the slip of paper in your pen. In no, your no, planner. no, I did write it out. We had Because we had a two-week timetable, like a weekend, a week uh-huh. B. So we had one in the front and one in the back of our planner and I would write it out. I would write it out, but that was it. I also loved getting a new planner. 
Yeah, I, I did. And I pleasing. tried not to doodle in it because I'm not very good at doodles and it always looked messy. And I try and hold off. Yeah. Well, anyway, we've got distracted. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, your teachers uh, and my teachers, though I'm loath to say it, um, aren't wrong. Your education is really, really important, obviously. Um, but we would say that there is something that needs to be a higher priority than your education, a higher priority than friendships and sports, anything. And that is your relationship with God. Now, this is hugely countercultural thing to say. Um, we tend to prefer faith to be like another extracurricular activity rather than our number one priority. Um, a helpful picture to think about this. I want you to imagine that you are a planet uh, floating around in space. The planet is who you are. Now, there are moons orbiting your planet. These are the things you do, like the things you're interested in, the things that make up your day to day life, like school, clubs, hobbies, that kind of thing. Some of the moons are big if you like really enjoy them, big priorities. Some are small, you care about them, sort of different amounts, but they are all moons. Now, we often put God as one of these moons, like our relationship with him varies. Sometimes it's big, sometimes it's small, but he orbits us and we pay attention to him only when it suits us. But God is not a moon. God is the sun. We orbit him. He is not one of the things on our sort of to-do list that we may or may not get to. He is the reason we're alive. He's the one who has a plan for our whole lives. Um, and Jesus was pretty clear about where our priorities should be. Um, all through the Gospels, we see him telling people that mm. he has to come first in their life above family, friends, job, education. We're not making this up, literally. You start <laughs> reading a Gospel and you'll be like, oh, You can yeah. go check. He really does say this a lot. Um, but he doesn't say it because he thinks all the other things in your life are bad. Um, but he says it because if we're putting any of those things first, then we're making God just one of the moons that orbits us. Um, and what we are missing is that we should actually do all of those things whilst we are orbiting God. And so we're doing all of the other stuff with him and in his strength and with his guidance and with his direction. Um, and in the Bible, in in the book of Matthew, Matthew six thirty one to 33 says... So don't worry saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? So like add in whatever it is that you worry about, like how will I do on this exam? What my friends think of me, et cetera, et cetera. All the stuff that we put above God and prioritise over God. And um, for the pagans, that's just people who don't know Jesus, run after all of these things. And your heavenly father, God, knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all of these things will be given to you as well. So we don't put first put God first because he doesn't want us to have a good life. We put God first because with, with him, everything in our life is better. Yes, but we do have to choose to do it. Um, and that's true of me. It's true of you. It mm -hmm. will not happen by accident. Um, now is the perfect time. Um, so you need to look at your relationship with God before you look at how much work you've got and how much after school clubs you've signed up to and look at your like you need to look at your relationship with God and work out what it needs to flourish. Um, so there is two things that we would say you need to put in there. There is your personal time with God and your time with your faith community. So what does this mean? Number one, your personal time with God. You can't skip this out. Um, imagine if you went to a house party of a friend of a friend, um, you n but you never spoke to the person whose house it was, you'd never become friends with them. 
that is like going to church every week without actually ever spending any time with God. Like it doesn't result in in you having a relationship with God. So you have to get your own personal time with God in there. Um, We did a whole series um, podcast on how you do faith at home. So scroll back, have a listen through. It starts with the one before the pub quiz and goes all the way through to the one which was named Dave's questionable accent, which I don't don't remember signing off. Um, So that's your personal time with God. And that's something I've been learning a lot about um, over the last few months as well. Um, Secondly, your time with your faith community. So the Bible is really clear that being a Christian is not a solo sport. We are told to encourage each other, build each other up, learn from one another, spend time together. Um, Plus, it is really lonely and hard to keep going by yourself in faith. Um, It is important that you engage with church in a way that results in a faith community. So like you need to prioritise a form of church. uh, So it could be, for example, your small group, um, which results in you having a Christian community cheering you on, praying for you, encouraging you, etc. So another helpful analogy when we're talking about our priorities in life. So many analogies so today. Many analogies. Oh, I love an analogy. Um, I know you do. They were all for and you. And an analogy. Um, is imagine that your life is a, is a jar, like bigger than a jam jar, because jam jars are quite small, like a kiln a jar. Um, oh, very fancy. Uh-huh. And all of the things in your life are like rocks or pebbles or sand. So the rocks are like your big top priorities and then the pebbles are like, you know, important but not as important as the big stuff and then the sand is just the other stuff and um, if you fill that jar up with sand you are not going to get any of the rocks or pebbles in if you put the pebbles in you will be able to get the sand in around the pebbles because it will like trickle down but you won't be getting any of the rocks in you have to put the rocks in first why are you laughing at me <laughs> you won't be getting any of the rocks in <laughs> you just said it so unexpectedly g well thanks I you think. won't be getting any of them rocks in you won't be so we have to work out what the rocks are. So your personal time with God and your time with your faith community, so like church stuff, small group, need to be your biggest rocks. And that means they go in your jam jar first. Not jam jar, kiln the jar first. Because <laughs> that's how you keep your life orbiting God and not the other way around. See, other analogy. Analogy. Analogous crossover, look at this. So then after you've put in those things, you need to put in your next priorities. So like schoolwork, really close friendships, like the sport or music thing that you're really committed to. Um, then once those things are in and you put like your, your next things, so like wider friendships, other clubs that you enjoy but aren't your like number one thing. And then you put in the sand, just all the other stuff, not not particularly like bad or good stuff, just stuff, the life stuff. <laughs> um, and you might find when you do this activity that there isn't actually time in your life or space in your kilnager for all of the stuff which is why you have to put the rocks in first to make sure that the stuff that you drop isn't the big rocks. Um, and I would actually recommend that you do this, maybe not with yeah. a kilner jar, um, <laughs> but your activity for this week off the back of this is I want you to make a list of the most important things in your life, all the way down to the least important things in your life. So they might not all be your favourite thing, but you do have to actually go to school and do your homework. So they have to go on the list as well. Um, and Did you enjoy doing homework? No. Oh, okay. I mean, like, I enjoyed my art homework. Yeah. I enjoyed when I got to make a 3D model of a volcano. That was fun. What school did you go to? <laughs> well, you paid for your education. You should have been making 3D models of volcanoes, shouldn't you? <laughs> oh, a savage bird. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, um, carry so, on. So, um, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. So, you do have to go to school and do your homework, so they need to be pretty high up on your list of priorities. Um, 
And if you're committed to making sure your life is orbiting God and God isn't just an extracurricular activity, then you need to make sure that he is at the top of your list. So, for example, your list might be something like this. So, number one, personal time with Jesus. Number two, faith community, small group church. They're, they're interchangeable, number one and two. Um, number three, schoolwork. Number four, sport. Number five, seeing your best friends. Number six, might be Instagram, depending on how much you like it. It is for me. No, oh yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> number seven, like another, like drama club or another club. Number eight, seeing other friends. Um, number nine, Netflix. Like, work out what your priorities are from top to bottom. Should I be worried that you didn't put your family on that? This was this was me imagining I was a young person. No, this isn't <laughs> my priority list. When did I last go? drama club oh that's true yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like where's me and Jesus and I've got loads of schoolwork on at the moment <laughs> I regularly dream I have schoolwork on I don't know what that tells, tells you about me it's but very stressful but you're a big geek <laughs> <laughs> so look at your weekly schedule so if you literally draw out your Monday to Sunday look at your week and first put in like church stuff and when you're going to have your own time with Jesus obviously you also have to put school in there first because you can't move that um, and then put in like the next thing on your list. So if the next thing on your list was schoolwork, work out where that's going to go. And then put in the next thing on your list. So if the next thing on your list was sport, work out where that goes. And then the next thing, and then the next thing, and then the next thing. And then stick to it. Because that's how you make sure that your priorities are right as you go back to school. Um, and we're not doing this to make your life more difficult. It's because Jesus promised us life to the full. He promised us that God knows what we need and he cares for us. He promised us that God has a plan for us, that when everything else falls apart, he will never fall apart. But if we want all of that, if we want to live all of that out, we do have to make sure our life is orbiting him. And so that's how we do it. We get our priorities straight. Yes. And right back to the first analogy at the end. You're, you're masterful. Oh, no. I'm in awe of you. Thank you. Um, so, guys, prayer requests as every week. Um, we would love to hear what you would like us to be praying for. Um, text them into the youth phone. You know the number. Um, <laughs> Do you know the number, Dave? Oh, shall I? Okay. 07471 I'm so proud after all these weeks. Do you know my number and your number and that number are the only phone numbers I know of by heart? <laughs> Um, but yes, please text them in. We love to hear from you. We pass, um, if you're happy to, we pass them on to the youth team and they're praying for you as well. And we really believe prayer makes a difference. So especially, you know, it's a lot of transition, a lot of change at the minute, going back to school and things like that. Do tell us what you're worried about or what you'd like prayer for. And we would love to pray for that. Um, we would also love for you to be praying for us. Um, and my prayer request is, uh, just that, we wouldn't have to lock down again. Um, like we had a week where Judah, Judah had a temperature and he didn't have COVID. It was something else, but we had to be careful. So we had to isolate. And then we had like a week off. Mm. And then we had this thing where someone at nursery had had it. So we then had to isolate him for two weeks. And like, I, it really hit me hard that last one. And um, I was actually quite low for a couple of days, which is quite unlike me. Um, and, yeah, just like it's so it's so hard. I'm finding it really hard how long it's all going on. So just pray that we don't get ill mm. and we don't have to isolate again because I just want to see my friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, my prayer request uh, on the back of that is we are going on holiday in like two weeks or next week actually. Next week. Um, yes. And uh, if if we end up self isolating before then, it's now soon enough that we won't be going on holiday. So. 
please pray that we don't end up self-isolating again. The risk of Judah being in nursery is obviously that he comes into contact with other humans and so there's more of a chance of him getting poorly, plus he's a toddler so he gets random temperatures, but as soon as he gets temperature we all have to self-isolate. So um, <laughs> please, please pray for protection over us because we could do with a holiday. Yeah. See with the week off. Um, so... That's, that is it from us, but we would love you guys to go away and try that activity of working out your priorities. So putting everything in order of what's the most important thing in your life to the least important thing in your life. If you are up for making God the most important thing in your life, then make sure you've got personal prayer time and church right at the top of that list. Um, and then put it into your weekly schedule in that order. Let us know if you have any questions. If you're not sure how to fit everything in, we would love to chat with you about this stuff. Um, drop us a text or DM us. We, we love hearing from you always. Mm, yeah. Um, do you want to wrap up, Dave? Yeah, great. I will just close us in prayer. Um, Jesus, just as the, the youth have gone back to school or are going back to school in the next week or so, um, I just pray that your presence would go with them, that they would feel you so close to them. Um, yeah, just that they wouldn't feel anxious, they wouldn't feel like they're going in alone, they wouldn't, any of this stuff, Lord, that they would just feel just the the contentment and the calm that comes with knowing that you're with them. Um, and pray that they can be a light in their schools as well, Lord, that they can just show you to other people, whether that's like how they act or what they talk about and things like that. Um, but yeah, Lord, would you just bless them as they start back in school? Amen. 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 Wonderful, guys. We will see you around. See you on Tuesday. See you on Tuesday. We'll see you on Tuesday. Woo! Small groups are back. Woo, 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 yes. woo. So see you on Tuesday. Can't wait. Text us your prayer requests. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.